0: What's up, Buds? What's up? BJ, who and Daryl bring to you? Buds, watch wrestling. I'm BJ. I'm
1: Daryl, and this week we watched wrestling. Yeah. I watched way more than normal, because there's a lot of fucking wrestling to watch right now. Dude, there's like 15 hours in the next two days. I mean... And we just went through like 15 hours in the last week, so... Yeah. Yeah. Fucking
0: nuts. And I'm loving it. Because it's... It, yeah. It's G1 season. It's
1: great. Yeah, G1 season's always a good time. Yeah. And, and this is my first year trying... or Well, both of our first year trying to watch all of it. Yeah, I didn't even make the attempt last year. I didn't even really follow it until, like, the last couple of days, so... Yeah. I started off, and I made it, like... Yeah,
0: the first two days. So we'll see. Right. But my plan is to watch it. I probably
1: won't watch anything else this week. Um, but, yeah. So we... Yeah, I didn't watch any WWE. I didn't watch Mm -hmm. Raw, SmackDown, 205, NXT, or UK this week. I watched Raw,
0: SmackDown, and NXT. Raw was fucking horrible again. It sounded pretty awful. Um, Like, it started off with the dumbest concept they could have ever come up with and that's a mixed tag elimination. elimination
1: match yeah where if you eliminate your opponent you also eliminate yeah. yourself from the match which it's is so fucking stupid right like don't ever do that again this is the dumbest fucking thing ever was it another excuse for a commercial break well yeah see that, what's, that makes it even fucking worse and like to me this it's this whole
0: elimination uh and two out of three falls and all It's bastardizing everything. I I refuse to watch Raw or SmackDown until they go back to having yeah. real, normal fucking matches again. Because it makes falls not feel important. So when we get to pay-per-views and, you know, someone beats someone... It's not going to feel as important. Yeah, right. Because we see... Because so what? Because everyone's beating everyone all the fucking time. Right. And it's bullshit. <sighs> and, like, what makes it realistic, you know... How is a 30 minute match on a pay-per-view gonna seem realistic when on Raw and SmackDown I can get three falls in in, you know, <laughs> right ten minutes in a commercial break? Right. Like it's fucking stupid. It doesn't make any sense. Um I will say I'm kind of enjoying this Lacey Evans, Baron Corbin pairing more and more every week, though. They're getting they're like teasing sexual tension. I enjoy it. It's funny.
1: Yeah, I like the Aaron talking to her backstage or whatever. Yeah, like you know we have a professional relationship or whatever. But you could tell there was tension there. Yeah. So yeah, I'm kind of liking where it's going. I I'm intrigued too. to see. It'd be a good. It'd be a good mid card story. Get them mm-hmm. all the title pictures and put right. those two in the mid card and let them have their little what the yeah. fuck ever. I wouldn't put it past them to put the title on those two. Tomorrow. I wouldn't put a passage to do anything with anybody anymore. Yeah. Um, Raw, I know Bob Holly could be the champion tomorrow. Right.
0: Uh, let's see what else happened on Raw that sucked. Um, we had another two out of three falls match. Oh, yeah. I bet Shane McMahon was there. Shane McMahon was there. He's always there. He's the best in the world, um, BJ. Why, where else would he be? Which, we'll get to that in news and news. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, Bob, oh, Bobby Lashley smashed Ray in his return in about two point five seconds. Yeah, that was stupid. Ray, what's the point of even bringing him back after he went through a fucking wall stage with, lighting with yeah, explosions and fireworks and shit, and shit last week? Braun's so injured, he can't be there, but he, he
1: can beat Ray Mysterio in two point five seconds. Maybe they think this is the only way people can believe he can beat Strowman. I guess is if he's Superman,
0: I guess yeah uh, what else street profits were on.
1: well then what's the point of even bringing Ray back just to smash him in two and a half seconds too exactly
0: that's the whole point like both of those are stupid just stupid they'll keep Ray around as long as he can still do his 619 stuff he's worth money yeah uh, so I hate that the street profits are on Raw yeah but they're so fucking entertaining right. I love that they're on Raw it's stupid <laughs> they shouldn't be but. they shouldn't be but they're entertaining me when they're there right. so I mean it's give or take all they did really was plug the pay per view and but it was still interesting. Um there's more Mike and Maria
1: stuff about the pregnancy, that was okay. I just I just am confused by this, like I haven't been on Raw for like two and a half fucking years and now all of a sudden this yeah. is Raw worth like Yeah. I don't Yeah, I don't know. The joke I heard was Vince he, was pissed off when he found out she was pregnant. He was like, God damn it, I'm going to make it work for the money this time. Yeah, I would. Which I'm is bullshit because he don't make anybody work for anything anymore. That's true. Unless you're Shane McMahon. Um, uh,
0: There's more AJ Ricochet stuff. I'm excited for that. More club stuff, yeah. Yeah, club stuff. Um, And Bug then... Stuff. fucking Bailey and... Nikki Cross for a beat the clock challenge, and then you got to pick the stipulation. Yeah. Now it's a handicap match.
1: Handicap, 2 on 1 handicap match. Which means Sasha's coming back. Probably. That's what I hear. I mean, it could mean that.
0: It could mean that Bailey's just going to overcome. Or it could be that what I want to see is Nikki pin Bailey and then that whole thing. Like, see where Nikki and Alexa can take it. To the next level, right? And then the dumbest main event of dumbest main events, fucking made no goddamn sense. So the whole story throughout the thing was that Shane McMahon is the best. Is gets to pick Roman's opponent or tag team partner for tonight? For tonight, okay. For no, for yeah, for Raw. They were gonna have yeah because it's the Undertaker at Extreme Rules. Right. But yeah, and so.
1: He picks, like, some trash man or caterer or some shit. I did hear about the, yeah, the backstage clips of him (coughs) asking all the different people to... So he comes out in a mask. They
0: fight, whatever. Whoever's in the mask gets fucking pinned... And then he pulls off the mask. It's, it's Cedric Alexander. Alexander, and they're acting like they got this big old thing over on him. He's like, he got beat. You lost. She reads. <laughs> like if he would have, if he would have won, it would have been great. It would have been excellent. Great. But he lost. It was so fucking stupid. So fucking stupid. So the beginning and the end of all. that's good shit. Yeah, the beginning and the end of it all were absolute shit. Everything in between was something decent at the best
1: shit. from what I heard. Yeah, yeah
0: at best, yeah. I don't know. Smackdown was much better. Kevin Owens cut a hell of a fucking promo.
1: Everybody's referring to it as the pipe bomb. Yeah, it wasn't
0: quite that, but... In my opinion.
1: But, it was good. I think Kayfabe even had, like, a meme picture of it. Maybe it wasn't Kayfabe, but it was, uh... Kevin Owens' print, like, face photoshopped over CM Punk's body. And Mm -hmm. and instead of saying, like, the text above, it was like, uh... Hey generico, how you doing? Instead of hey Cold, how you doing? Yeah. That's good. Um.
0: Oh, we did have one singles match that was just one long match this week, too. What? Finn Balor and Nakamura. They got a commercial break, but it was. Dude, the those guys still picture. work for the WWE. Both of them? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Holy shit. And then
1: imagine this. Nakamura got the win. Is he still wearing that stupid jumpsuit? No, oh, I didn't pay that much attention. I hate that dumb jumpsuit thing he wears. I wish he'd go back to just wearing pants again. Uh, yeah. Bring back red pants. That's what he should do. Um,
0: yeah, that's about it. It's triple threat. That was really good. Oh, uh, Aleister Black's opponent showed up. Cesaro. Cesaro.
1: Yeah, with work.
0: I, re- I really liked that. I like the way they did it too. I didn't
1: like the way they did it. Really, I, I was did. fucking stupid. They're I like, your did. opponent's not going to show up, and I'm like, then why the fuck are they showing an empty chair piece? Right. And then he showed up, and I'm like, then why did they say he wasn't going to show up for him just to fucking show up?
0: I like the way I
1: know, but I like the way like I like the way Cesaro did it. Like he walked around the chair where a you just see times. him from like the waist down, right. and you can see his hands mm-hmm. and his pants, but you can't tell it's him. And right. then he sits down. He and He sits down. It's like, oh, it's Cesaro, and
0: all we know is gonna be a fucking amazing match it will be a good match to me it's probably going to be a match on night tomorrow
1: it's Wednesday. got the potential for it yeah. it's a, um. I think it's a better a better way to reintroduce Alistair to the crowd than mm-hmm. just him teaming with Ricochet yeah, yeah. I've not, not been a fan of his promos but no I don't know how much of that's him and how much of that is he has to read a script so yeah. it's good shit pal it is good shit man. it's good shit um
0: yeah Oh, and then, yeah, Owen showed up at the end of the night and McMahon, which yeah. you were expecting, but it was pretty good. McMahon of the Shane variety yeah, that, for you
1: man. WWE fans out there. Uh what else? Io was fucking her new look. I was going to say, she got new wrestling gear and shit, because mm-hmm. I saw pictures of it today and I was really impressed. I think she sticks out a bit more than yeah. she did before. Yeah, it's really good. She doesn't just look like another chick on the roster now. Um, she looks badass. She yeah. looks fucking badass like fucking Oh she does. Uh what the fuck um fucking bill
0: chick is what she reminds me of only in black instead of yellow.
1: Yeah, I was actually thinking like, um I know the outfit doesn't match, but the fucking Oh, Wayne's World, the chick from Wayne's World, Oh, because yeah. they look very similar to yeah. each other. With the snake around her video playing the yeah. bass, like a fucking yeah. badass. That's like that's what I'm thinking of with mm-hmm. the new look. Like that's what that's triggered the my mind is like when she's on set of that music video within the movie or whatever. Yeah. I thought that was pretty badass. Yeah. She came out looking like a badass.
0: Just dropped a one line promo. She said, "I don't need any friends, and I don't need any of you." She nice. Mike and walked out. Good because we don't she's need just her either. Badass. I need her. I need her in
1: all kinds of ways. But if you're out there, yo, you can yeah. slide into BJ's DMs. It's B double B double E J two double zero four. It's not mine, man. I know. That's good um thing. There's
0: NXT champion tag team championship match, which was really fucking good. True prophets and Orkin and Lurch. Oh, Orkin and Burt.
1: There's yeah, Lurch.
0: That would be dope. Lurch. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Orkin, or, yeah. Whatever.
1: Danny oh, Lurch and Ot Borkin, Borkin, right. Yeah, there Lurch is their tag name now. Should
0: be. Lurch uh, Borkin. Lurch and
1: Borkin. No, Lurch Borkins Borkin, it's their tag name. <laughs> okay. Or like Lurch and Borkins, like a, um, a, a an attorney's office or something. Yeah. Lurch That's and Borkins it. attorney at law. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah I'm actually looking forward to catching NXT I just I haven't got caught up yet right I'm behind on everything WWE because Slammiversary and the G1
0: yeah um yeah and I didn't watch 205 I think Oni and someone had a hell of a match in the main event I can't remember
1: who he fought though not sure um, I'm two weeks behind on 205 as weird as that is I'm always up to date on 205 but I'm actually two weeks that behind oh was him and Tavari oh did they go again yeah. nice their first match was fun this was the anything goes match nice so they were in the main event of last week's as well in a triple threat or a yeah. six man tag match okay. rather so that probably yeah. something else probably happened there because those two have been having a fun rivalry on the mid card mm-hmm. level on 205 yeah I could watch Oni all day, every day, though. Right. Oni rules, man. He does. Oni rules. He really does. Um, Anything else WWE talk? No. Are we going to move on to news and rumors? News and rumors. Sure. Uh, what you got? According to our friend, Mr. Dave Melter over at the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, uh, Roman Reigns is one of the very, very few wrestlers that apparently have not made any kind of inquiry with AEW whatsoever. Who? Roman. Okay. Um, that makes sense why would it right he's the <clears throat> big dog yeah that'd be like Hulk Hogan wanting to go to Jim Crockett promotions in 88 yeah I right. how much fucking sense that makes yeah exactly um uh, the Observer also noted that internally the WWE basically talks and acts like they're at war with AEW and that <sighs> movies are constantly being discussed things that they're doing, things that AEW's doing, everything,
0: constant, nonstop. Well, they i mean, I'm not saying AEW can compete right away, because I very much doubt it, and there's plenty of room out there for both, which makes sense, but honestly, if AEW has a way better product, yeah,
1: WWE should be a little bit scared. I think the thing is, is that, I don't think they should be, I think that, I think that them reacting to it is what's going to be their downfall. I think if they just keep with the status quo, they're going to be fine. They're worth more money than they've ever been worth ever. Ever. Like, they have the biggest TV deals they've ever had coming up. Yeah, their ratings are down. But mm-hmm. They're still getting paid. They're still making bank. Right. And if you want to get technical, the ratings have been going down since, like, fucking
2: 2001.
1: Yeah. When WCW went out of business. I, I don't know. I don't think... I mean, I don't think AEW would be smart to even try to be competition at this point. I think that mm-hmm. they they should have already realized that they found where their niche is. Mm-hmm. You found your market. Yeah. Blow it up. Yep. Because you were the ones that are going to pull back the lapsed fans. I've seen it already. I know two people that are mm-hmm. starting to get back into wrestling just because of this stuff AEW's doing. Yeah, And a lot of it had to do with that Dustin Cody match from Double or Nothing. Mm-hmm. Um... Uh, the Observer also noted that uh, Impact Wrestling Slammiversary drew fifteen hundred buys, and Ring of Honor's Best in the yeah, World actually true. drew fourteen hundred. Yeah, it's kind of sad. It is kind of sad, especially considering how good Slammiversary was, but also considering the reaction I've seen. I think a lot of people probably did like me and watched it without paying for it. Yeah, yeah. So, understandable. Um, I don't even know how much they are. are there's twenty or thirty or forty. I haven't bought them last year I think last year's Slammiversary was the last Impact yeah. show I bought it. Yeah, uh-huh. and I haven't bought a Ring of Honor since like I think last year's Bound for Glory we'll see if they get a little bit more
0: popular when they move to
1: Access so I'm I'm enjoying what Impact's putting on right now their shows their pay-per-view shows are all fucking awesome mm-hmm. I think I like it um the Observer's also uh Um, are actually saying that there are people in WWE that are already making plans for LAX come September to be added to their tag team roster. Nice. I mean, now a lot of people closer to to them are saying that they're going to AEW. Yeah. But... I was going to say,
0: I had to say, yeah, they were released or quit or
1: were up. There's someone else who's... One of them, contract was up, too. One of the guys at LAX almost got hurt, or Conan. might have got hurt. They, like, he couldn't finish the match. Conan was, like, outside of the ring, like, yelling mm-hmm. for help, and, well, yeah, at the Impact show. And then the last thing that I have is, uh, that is, and I don't know if it's been done yet or not, but there's been a lot of rumors that Kevin Owens and Dolph Ziggler was going to be added to the Extreme Rules card. I don't know if that happened or not at I this point. I don't think so. With the show tomorrow, I guess it seems unlikely. Yeah. I mean, they could still add it as a last minute yeah. or as an unannounced match something. or something along those lines. But yeah, as far as news and rumors go, I mean, that's really it, except for stuff we're going to talk about later when we get to the G1. And right. Well, I got Things uh, that I forgot because I don't like this. Yeah. Well, I got.
0: There was. I don't think we, we had. There was two deaths this week. Oh, yeah. You got those. Uh, but Pedro El Pedro Aguayo, uh, the Mexican legend, passed away last week. I thought we talked about him last did week. Did we or didn't I we? I thought we I couldn't remember. But then, the, well, then if we, even if we did, then uh, the owner of CMLL passed um, away too, Paco Alonso. Yeah. Which, um, yeah. And then I also, that, uh, Ron White, right, sorry, Ron Wright, right, former Tennessee, he was a big time wrestler in Tennessee. Okay, um, he died a couple years ago, but apparently his house burned down. Oh, that's not they, nice. they had a GoFundMe for his wife, and they got, um, they went over it because John Moxley donated. I was gonna say, is that the $1, one I saw Moxley yeah.
1: finished off?
0: Yep, yeah, he finished that off five thousand dollars. I
1: did see that.
0: So, forgot about it, but I saw mm-hmm. it. Um, that's the other sad news last week. Uh, Jack Sexsmith had to yeah. retire, um, due to some injuries and stuff.
2: Actually, I thought I had that flag, but,
0: but oh well. Yeah. But he, uh, he apparently also already got a deal. I can't remember who, but he's gonna go do um, commentary. Nice, yeah. Some company already reached out to him, like right away, it could be fun offered him a job. So, Glad he gets to stay in it. Um, so, and let's see, Dragon Gate is gonna, uh, start introducing English commentary okay. to their shows. So, trying I'm trying to make be a little more bit, accessible as yeah. well to
1: the American audience, huh? Yeah. I might be a
0: little more interested too, especially with any more pop matches and stuff over there.
1: That's been the big draw for me for yeah. Dragon Gate's been wanting to see this stuff over there. Yeah. Um, And speaking of Pac, uh,
0: the Young Ducks in an interview this week said that, yeah, he's definitely still coming. It's not a matter of if, just when... Okay. Just kind of getting schedules to line up and get him over there. Right on. um, Which is good to hear. Uh, One of the first shows... um, or one of the first things announced for StarCast, uh, actual shows, is Moxley's going to do another shoot interview with JR. I did hear that. StarCast. So that should be pretty good. Definitely try to check that one out, if there's room. Um, and JR is also going to sit down with Sean Spears tonight, um, so he can explain his actions.
1: Yeah, that's going to be on, sit down on YouTube in a couple days, I think I saw.
0: Yeah. What?
1: That the Sean Spears the replay of it or whatever oh yeah if well I mean know. it'll be on yeah the show tonight yeah but I'm saying they're gonna have it like yeah. that in particular is gonna be I guess available before yeah. anything else on replay oh okay i would seen um, something about that I don't read yeah. it I just so remember really that
0: um what else free agent new free agent uh Johnny Impact mm. Johnny Nitro Johnny Morrison Johnny Mundo Johnny Mundo, Johnny, uh, who knows? Johnny NXT, Johnny Elite. We'll see.
1: I would love to see him in all Elite, honestly. But um, I don't know. For me, it's kind of it's it's probably only me and a small group of people but he's one of the faces of Impact to me so I kind of don't want to see him leave Impact because he's one of their faces to me he'd be like John Cena leaving for AEW well I've only watched Impact recently I haven't been aware of Impact he's been kind of their guy Yeah. I mean not just him because Lethal's been a big name there but he's been well Lethal's probably the biggest but I mean in the time I've watched nobody (laughs) has been treated bigger there than him I'm going to say, because, like, all time, it's Lethal Abyss, AJ, Joe. And, I, and the time I've right. watched, the mm-hmm. only guy I've yeah. seen treated better than Impact has been Abyss. Yeah. And he was only back for that one spot. Right. When he went to the Hall of Fame or whatever the fuck it was. Um, yeah. So, someone
0: did on Squared Circle this week, let's see, uh, user Sonic Divine on Squared Circle. Mm-hmm did, which it started a whole trend, which was whatever, but this one was the best. So, if the best in the world was a title, yeah, that could be one, starting, CM Punk had it at his promo, who would be the best in the world now? I mean, you got some big names in here, you know, uh, Randy Orton and Sheamus were the best in the world both seven times. Nice. Cena, or John Cena was six, Punk was five, um, and the last few was... See Bray Wyatt had it in 2017. Nice. Finn Balor, Roman Reigns, Samoa Joe, Brock Lesnar. Roman Reigns won it back from Brock Lesnar, and then the last person to beat Roman Reigns was Shane McMahon. So
1: Shane actually is the best so, in the world. Yeah,
0: Shane McMahon. That's fucking ridiculous. He is. <laughs> technically the best. Yeah. That's some long-term storytelling right there. I guess so. <laughs>
1: when was uh, the pipe bomb? 2008. 11. Him, it's
0: been later than I thought. Uh, let's see. June 27th was eight years. So, but
1: yeah, so Shane
0: McMahon is technically best in the world.
1: That is some good story. Mm-hmm. And we see you guys are capable of long term, term, twim, twim. term stir, story. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Your words are hard, dude. Fuck yeah. What
0: um, else do they have? Oh, and then apparently Bailey had an interview on FS1. This week, Fox Sports One. And they asked her or it came out up about how they have to drive themselves and pay yeah, for it. Yeah, I that. did I was actually telling and, the Truth about this this morning. Yeah, and the the
1: interviewer was just fucking shocked. Right. Like She's like, Wait, you don't they don't pay for your trip? seriously? They don't yeah. pay for your travel? Nope. nope.
0: They pay for like overseas shit. Mm-hmm. But anything, and I think they pay for, like, their plane tickets. Right, but if you're driving
1: between cities, exactly. you're fucking yeah. paying for the rental car, yeah. you're paying for you're your hotels. It's right. fucking ridiculous. Who was it? leon Rush was just bitching about that not that long ago, yeah. so I don't get, like, why is it such a shocking thing now, everybody? Right. Well, we all knew it was a problem. It's just the mainstream world know it was a problem I mean yeah, it seems like it's causing ripples even in the wrestling community now and it's yeah. like this is not a fucking secret guys let's get with the times
0: um yeah let's see I think that might have been oh and then kayfabe news was just on it this week so any fans out there if you wanna they've been on it for like the last month now. well last year probably but uh if you guys wanna join us we're all gonna uh, if we can find it, we're gonna storm parts unknown <laughs> and just figure out you know exactly what's there. So if you guys have any you know, leads to where it is and we can go there, you know, hit us up on Twitter. and, about WWW. WWW. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we'll go September twentieth. While those bastards are storming area fifty one, we're going after parts unknown.
1: Yeah. let's well, do birthday death day real quick then. Uh, okay. we got uh, we'll start with the anniversaries of, of the unfortunate passings. Okay. 14th, we have Masa Saito. The 15th, we have Bob Warden Sr. 16th, Terry Gordy. 17th, Bruiser Brody. And the 18th, John Cronus. So, okay. uh, rest in peace to those guys. On a happier note, the birthdays. Birthday, birthday. We've got, I learned a new wrestler today. Okay. And their birthday falls on the 14th. Her name is Cherry Pie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, didn't know her. Nice. Did you I something? have one more Yeah, but you can finish these. Okay. And then I'll come back. Uh, also sharing a birthday with Cherry Pie's Bubba Ray Dudley on the 14th. Nice. July the 15th, we have Heath Slater and maybe one of his kids, Jesse Ventura, and Mil Mascaris. Nice. So it was pretty cool. Yeah. On the 16th, we have Excalibur, who shares a birthday with Bobby Lashley. On the 17th, we have Lacey Von Erich, we have Daphne, for those WCW fans out there, and Randy Anderson, Old School Referee. On the 18th, Joey Mercury, The Grace Lasuke, Al Snow, and Carlos Colon. On the 19th, we have another member of the three-man band, Jinder Mahal, and uh, Tony Mamaluke, and Robert Gibson as well. And on the 20th, we have Adam Rose, Mike Sanders, and Bob Orton Sr., it's also two weeks in a row we've had someone with the same birthday and death anniversary in the same week. Hmm. Bob Warden Sr. this week. Hmm. That's great. And what was your missed news, DJ? Oh, so, yeah. Tyrus. Tyrus? A.K.A.
0: Brutus Clay for all oh, the okay, WWE yeah. fans out there. He's in some deep shit. <laughs> because, What'd he do? Oh, so apparently, first off, I don't know why he's doing this, but apparently he's been doing, like, work with, uh... Fox News. Oh. And he got to know one of the reporters, had her cell phone, and was, I mean, you know, being a dude, but he just said, uh, he sent her a text message, just pull your boobs out now, why don't you? Just grin and bear it. Keep being negative and I'll send you another dick pic. So apparently he's been, like, harassing her, uh, Like, for a while, though. What a moron. Another one. I love the fact you're always working. If we ever had sex, I feel like after an orgasm, which he spelled (laughs) (laughs) O-R-G-A-Z-Z-U-M. You say, speaking of feeling good, did see the story on the puppy rescue. We should do a segment on it. Hand me my phone. Wow. I don't even know what that is, but yeah. There
1: you go, guys. Right?
0: How about that, buddy? So Tyrus is kind of a douchebag. <laughs>
1: Sounds it's,
0: like it. Yeah. Been harassing this. I guess it's for going on and harassing her for like a year. And, yeah. Fucking. I mean, she is quite attractive, but. Still. Still, you don't send her that shit. Right. She's people, but too. She is people. Oh
1: well, yeah, she's pretty people.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But, and he kind of looks like a mm-hmm. douchebag yes yeah. like what the picture I'm looking at he's wearing like a short sleeve button up shirt with a tie and a vest and a fucking backwards like Yankees cap and he looks like in jeans and he looks like a douchebag. bag so that was the other news I have and you know what it's funny my dad actually told me that one. I, oh, that's why I didn't even see it on reddit or anywhere else he told me about it so I looked it up that's neat you
1: wanna know why he knows how cause he Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. I know, right? It means you have to watch it sometimes. No. I guess you can just leave the room. So oh, yeah. You're an adult? Yeah,
0: I leave the room all the time. I don't, like, <laughs> hang out with him. I mean, like, like, I, yeah. I hang out on my own. But it did his own when I come home sometimes. <laughs> some of the shit I hear of. No, I get that. It's so stupid. But anyway.
1: Uh, moving right along. Slammiversary. Um, That's how we're
0: doing Ted. And then some I mean, we can Oh, I thought it was the other way. It don't matter. You can do
1: slam a I know you didn't watch it, so I'll just kind of go through it pretty quick. Yeah, I didn't. Um, great show, though, buds. Fantastic. Not as good as the first night of the G1. Um, the A Block showed why they have 10 of the best wrestlers in the world in Block A this year with mm-hmm. the day one of the G1, which we'll get to later. Yeah. But... This was better than any WWE pay-per-view so far and was on par with like a takeover in my opinion. So it was it was really fun. Uh, my only complaint we're gonna talk about in the first two matches, so let's jump right in. We started off with a fatal four-way in a next division open challenge match between TJP, which I actually thought was really smart to have him be the first entrant of the whole event. Mm -hmm. And then any of those WWE maybe people like, oh, TJP, I know that guy. I thought it was I thought it was a good call.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh versus Trey Miguel versus J. Chris versus Willie Mack. Um as far as just straight fun goes, this match was just fun. It was a fun, fun match. All kinds of cool stuff. In the end Willie Mack pulls out the win, though after um Jake Chris nailed a cutter off the fucking top rope onto nice. the Trey Miguel, who I'm yeah. not as familiar with. I heard and, uh, yeah, you know. You do know him. And yeah. then, um... But Chris wasn't able to pull it off because Willie Mack came down with a Frog Splash and picked up the one, two, three out of nowhere, so... Uh, we then had the tag team title match. Triple Threat, The North, defending against LAX and The Rascals. Um... Santana got knocked off the top rope, and that's what had Conan throw up an X on the outside. <coughs> but the North ended up retaining at the end after they stole the win by a pinfall, when it looked like the LAX was going to get the win over Rascals, even with Santana being hurt on the outside. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's uh is pretty cool seeing Ethan Page as a tag team champion in impact wrestling. It's mm-hmm. always neat. I'm a big fan of yeah, him, so I don't like him. He has too much ego. Uh not enough. Um next up we saw the first blood match between Killer Cross and Eddie Edwards. Uh I mean it was pretty cool. The story of this was Eddie Edwards Kendo stick. I'm sure you all know about the Kendo Stick if you've watched any Impact before. Yeah and uh, he broke his own kendo stick this time and then like took the jabby part of it where it was broken and jabbed it to kill across his mouth, and that's what caused him to bleed. But original, well done. Yeah. Uh, not what I expected. I've never seen that before, make yes. someone bleed from inside their mouth. Yeah. But smart, it's an easy place to cut somebody. Right. So
0: That is good. Yeah, I,
1: like I liked it. it. I, I thought it was a clever ending for that match. Yeah. Uh, after that, we saw the legendary Rob Van Dam take on guy. Moose. And no surprise, Moose won this match. Surprisingly, mm-hmm. Van Dam can still fucking go. Like, oh, the yeah, dude could barely speak. His promo wasn't that great. He could barely walk to the ring. But once he got in, he was moving like he did back in the day. Like, it oh, was yeah. really cool to see that Van Dam can still go. Nice. He's um, going to be doing an AMA on Squared Circle here soon.
0: They're celebrating; they got to four hundred and twenty thousand subscribers. Nice. So he's going
1: to do a name. That's pretty pretty cool. Makes sense, right? Yes. Yeah. I mean, sure. <laughs> yeah. Just saying. Um, after that, we had the Impact Knockouts title, which is the women for right. non-impact wrestling fans out there, and it was a monsters ball match between the champion Ty Valkyrie, Rosemary. Sue Young, and Jessica Havoc. This match was a lot of fucking fun, too. I heard. Um, huh? I heard. Yeah, this match was fucking... This was my second favorite mm-hmm. match of the night, was the women's match. They were fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, Jessica
0: Havoc's the one from
1: Perry. I think she's from around here, yeah. I believe so. Um, the My favorite spot of the whole night, though, was Rosemary and... and Valkyrie were fighting on the apron, and they went through the table. And you can hear someone in the crowd clear as day just go, Yowie, wowie! It was fantastic. That's um, great. But again, the the third multi-person match mm-hmm. of the night, the third exact same fucking finish, and this was my biggest complaint of the night, is all three multi-person or multi-team matches had the same finish where they swerved you at the very end yeah. with one getting a big hit, but then this one was uh, Jessica Havoc hit a tombstone off the motherfucking top rope nice. into Thumbtacks. Nice. And then Taya just shoves her off and stole the pinfall. And that was three matches in a row with all the multi-man matches had the same, same. ending to it. And that was kind of stupid. That is stupid. Um, but I, I was happy to see Taya get the win. She felt a little out of place in this Monsters Ball match. Mm. And I don't get, I didn't get what the, it just seemed like a hardcore match. Think, it is, it's but name, it's, it was, um,
0: no, it was something Abyss did probably 10, 15 years ago. Oh, okay. It was one of the, like,
1: it was his match. Gotcha. That, yeah. He would fight people. In. Okay. And Still, it was fun. So ma- it was cool. my second favorite match. The main event, the final yeah. match was the only thing that was better than that. No. This match was just so fucking good. I highly mm-hmm. recommend this from Bud's. Uh, speaking of a really good, really, really fun match, this was a better, the other one was more fun than good, this one was more good than fun, Rich Swann defending the X Division title against Johnny Impact. Nice. These two guys tore it the fuck down. I bet. Uh, they had a good time, but in the end, uh, Swan ends up hitting the Phoenix Splash for the win, I think that's the name of the move, was the Phoenix Splash. Nice. And, uh, picks up the win, defends his title successfully. They follow that up with the Impact World Title match with Brian Cage defending against Michael Elgin. I'm not a big fan of either of these guys, honestly. No. Um man, this was a good match though. I was really impressed with this part I of heard the it, match. And then um but afterwards Elgin a dick and yeah. Brian
0: Cage takes way too many fucking steroids. Yes.
1: But for what they did in the ring, <laughs> yeah. fucking awesome. And even like remember when we saw him Last year, yes. when he signed in, shit at fucking yes. all in, Starcast, and yeah, don't. This it, is not natural, man. It's not, not at all. But hey, man, he's making it work for him right now, hey so man. I guess it works for now. Just saying. But yeah, um, Elgin ended up beating Brian Cage down with the title after the match. So apparently, that feud's not going to end. And then he started to beat up Don Callis and pulled Callis into the ring. Mm-hmm. And then some masked man jumped in and spear, uh, gore, uh, speared, speared, gore, uh, Brian, or not Brian Cage, or Michael Elgin. I don't, yeah. it was weird. Um, it was like, it was like somebody was in Matthew's ear telling him he wasn't allowed to say spear or gore, but had to still convey that that was the move that was done and say both of them without. It was really odd. It was really awkward. Yeah. But it was cool. Obviously, Rhino didn't take his mask off. He ran back up through the crowd. You could tell by the way he moved after the gore; like it just looked like a spirit at first. And I'm like, who mm-hmm. the fuck is this? And then when he celebrated afterwards, you're like, oh, duh, that's Rhino. Like the body build and the mannerisms; it was too yeah. obvious. It was Rhino. Right. But that's cool to see Rhino back in a wrestling ring. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, it is dope. Especially excited to after- see how he's going to get in- injected into the main event picture here. Apparently, yeah, with Callus and or Callus. Elgin and uh, Cage. And And then the final match. This is the match to go watch, Buds. Mm -hmm. This was outside of the G1 stuff, the match of matches. And actually, this was better than a lot of G1 matches. Intergender, Sammy Callahan versus Tessa Blanchard. Holy fuck. Fuck. They
0: beat, I mean, they beat the,
1: fuck the out shit of out of each other. Mm-hmm. There was one part, fucking, and you probably saw the gif of this because it was everywhere, but she runs off the apron and dives like feet first at mm-hmm. uh, Callahan and he catches her by the legs like mm-hmm. he's going to do yeah. a slingshot, but instead he swings her like into both of them and she yeah. hits fucking hard yeah. into really the railing, hard. dude. Really fucking hard into the mm-hmm. railing. Uh, he Two or three times, Death Valley drivered her on the outside. Baseball bats got involved. Like, it just yeah. fucking beat the shit out of each other. It was dope. Um, the coolest thing for me though was after the match, Callahan picked up the win and then the show of respect to Tessa at the mm-hmm. end, he took her bat. And you thought he was just going to beat her down afterwards, but instead he handed it her her bat, like, as a show of respect. Nice. Like, a, yeah, you, you've you earned this now. Nice. So I thought that was kind of cool. That is dope. Yeah. That was kind of a nice little touch that you don't see every day, especially between a, mm-hmm. a dude and a chick. Yeah. Um, I've seen chicks wrestle men like men, but nothing, mm, nothing like nothing this like before. Bad. This was fucking dope. Um, I don't care who you are. Tessa Blanchard is one of the baddest motherfuckers alive, like... I've thought that before this match, too. But yeah. yeah. This is not surprising. I mean, her dad was a tough dude, too, as I understand it. But, yeah. But, yeah, if you go watch any match from this one, that's the one I have to recommend. Uh Callahan being it. Um, with that pile driver that he does. I can't think of the name of it, but mm-hmm. he does a pile driver. as his finisher or whatever. Uh, the Callahan driver. No, but it is... Cali driver. No, it's like the the cactus tombstone or the cactus pile driver or something like that. But yeah, good times, good times. That's my anniversary. Nice. I guess since I talked for a while and DiBiase is next, you want to yeah. go first? And number 30. We're all the way to number 30, bud. A million, bud. So I'm taking man, It's like over a year. Yeah. Uh, I
0: watched Ted DiBiase versus Dusty Rhodes from sometime in 1989. Um,. Dusty Rhodes got a hell of a pop here. No, okay. no fucking. Polka was this a dots. WWF match? It yeah, okay. was I assumed, match. but I wanted to check. Um, but yeah, this was like right when Dusty came over, I think. Because yeah, this was pre polka dots, this was pre fucking with him, this was yeah, like real early okay. on. Um DiBiase had Virgil. I think we've all seen, this is the match where he tries to pay off Dusty at the beginning, and then Dusty takes the money from him and gives it to all the fans, Yeah, and they're fucking freaking out. It's pretty legendary. Everyone's seen that. Yeah, it's a yeah. pretty
1: legendary moment. Yeah, yeah everyone's seen that. Um,
0: but yeah, the match to go with it was still pretty good. Um, I mean, yeah, they went back and forth. DiBiase always sneak into the outside, trying to get Virgil involved, trying to get the distraction, Um, and that's where I mean DiBiase. Yeah, he was still good in the ring. You know, he his moves were good. Um, Dusty does end up picking up the win here, uh, which was actually surprising to me. I thought DiBiase was going to get the heel win, Mm -hmm. um, or would have expected right DiBiase to get the heel win, especially at this time, because I mean this is you know not too far after. Wrestlemania 4 yeah
1: if it was 89 yeah, yeah it couldn't have been so very long right up. after the you know the tournament and all that shit
0: so um okay but yeah Dusty picks up the win so it was, to me Diviase was always a good storyteller I
1: yeah mean, oh yeah
0: um I mean just look at all of Wrestlemania 4 that's there's two stories going on there It is in the mantra man right exactly and then they culminated in I mean one of my favorite main events of wrestling god I miss those long term stories man I know we talk about it all but god I miss 80's wrestling right right? oh yeah that whole I mean between I mean all of it you figure you start with Andre and D.B. you start with yeah
1: you start with Andre turning heel right and then the Hulk Hogan and, stuff. Right. And then DiBiase buying the title. Yeah. And then the Macho Man and then the Mega Powers. Right. Like... I mean, these were, yeah. And that's two full years of storytelling. And it's good it's fucking so storytelling. Good. Yeah. I mean, it was easier to do the right. long-term stories when you only had even, four shows a right. year to do it in as opposed to... And then that even continued with the
0: breakup between Macho Man and Elizabeth. And right. And then the retirement match and yep. her coming back. And then into the will you marry me yeah Yeah. Yeah. like ah, right so so good um that being said wrestling wise uh I'm gonna put him like I'm debating which side of edge to put
1: him Okay. basically. <laughs> um, I'm just gonna spoilers. That's exactly where I've been at since I watched my DiBiase match yeah. too. I'm just gonna like he's on. right
0: on that edge level. He's better than Backlund. He's not as good as AJ. Him and Edge are right there. Agree in
1: my opinion. okay So yeah, your match uh, mm-hmm. it was slightly before years. Actually, mine was apparently just before WrestleMania because mine was okay. in March of '89. Mine was Ted DiBiase with Virgil, uh, the Million Dollar Champion, by the way, taking on Bret the Hitman hearts Nice. Uh, with Tony Schiavone and Lord Alfred Hayes on commentary, this was a wrestling nice. challenge match. Okay. Uh, solid 15 to 20 minute back and forth between DiBiase and Bret Hart. Uh, DiBiase ends up getting the upper hand with a distraction when he rolls to the outside for like the 15th time from Virgil. Gets the upper hand. Uh, Eventually, though, Bret Hart is able to get it back. They fight on the outside and both get counted out to finish the match. Double count out to end this one. So that feud will continue on. Um, No, DiBiase knows how to tell a story in the ring. Mm -hmm. Um, His work rate was always phenomenal, whether it was him by himself, whether he was in a tag team with Virgil. I mean, he made Virgil fucking look good. Um, him and IRS mm-hmm. were, I mean, staples of our childhood working together as oh, Money ain't yeah. dude. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when you put somebody as good as Dibiase <clears throat> in with somebody as good as Brett the Hitman Hard, it doesn't matter if it is only a 15-minute mm-hmm. wrestling challenge match. You know you're in for a good fucking time. And these guys did exactly what you would expect them to do. Um, I'm with you. I'm having a hard time. Just, I think Ted Dibiase is a little bit ahead of edge for me. I think that's because I know DiBiase's career a lot more than Edge's because I missed a lot of his solo stuff because yeah. I wasn't watching. But I'm still a little bit torn. You know me, I love a good heel. and Both mm-hmm. of these guys were really good fucking heels throughout their career. so Yeah. I don't ever remember DiBiase being a face. Maybe when he was with AWA or something, but I didn't yeah, watch not, a lot of AWA because yeah. we didn't get that growing no, we up. Were watching. I mean, he was
0: a perfect heel, though. Especially at
1: that time like in the 80s you know he did it well because there was he's know. one of those natural heels. you think about mm-hmm. like it's like mm-hmm. they just do it so perfectly you can't think yeah. of them doing another like right. uh rick flair is another good example mm-hmm. of that rick flair is only a face because he's fucking rick flair yeah exactly and it's the same thing with db Beyonce. uh yeah to me Randy Orton like Randy Orton's a good call he's I know they've veteran. made him face a few times but it's, Randy Orton yeah. sucks as a face yeah. he's an excellent heel yeah. I watch him as a heel all day every day yep um, alright well that takes us on to um to G1 the G1 stuff yeah we got predictions yeah G1 we've One's got two days in now for us buds mm-hmm. um, by the time you hear this night three will have been done yep and we'll be getting ready to watch it by the time this comes out. We'll probably be starting night three or somewhere around there. Yep. But I guess let's run through night one real quick because yeah. we've already talked about our predictions for night one. Right. So results night one. Um, mm-hmm. Started off with a phenomenal match between Lance Archer and Will Ospreay. Yeah. Um, Did not go the way we wanted. Actually, there was not a bad match in night one, just for the record. No. Not really a single bad. one. Lance Archer surprisingly pulled out the win there. hmm um, I liked it though. I liked I liked yeah. Archer's new look. Um, yeah. I thought that was a big improvement. I think he sticks out a little bit more as a big man now. He's mm-hmm. not just another big guy. Um, yeah. And it showed us where
0: Osprey's story is going yes. during the G one. Yeah, he's going to come uh-huh. close,
1: but just fall short. I think to a lot of the bigger guys. Yeah. And I think yeah, we'll see he might him. Pick up a I think games. you're going to see him pick up some wins against maybe like Coda. Uh, yeah, maybe Kota. Maybe Zack Sabre Jr. Mm-hmm. But, like, he's going to lose to the bigger guys, like Bad Luck, to yeah, Evil, right. to Sonata, probably to Okada. Honestly, I would
0: be okay with if he lost to everyone except
1: Okada. That'd be cool. That would be
0: a fun story. Him and Okada is going to be in a fucking awesome match mm-hmm. whenever and they Him and Okada end. and him and Kenta, or him and Zack Sabre are the ones I'm excited for. Yeah. We've seen him and Zack Sabre before, obviously. Yeah, I think but Evil and Tanada is going to be a really fun match. Yeah. That's... Too,
1: uh, I forget when that one is. I think it's, it's next. Next week. five. Yeah. Next five. Yeah, Thursday. Night. Yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, anyway.
1: After that, we had Bad Luck Follet picking up the win against Evil. Mm-hmm. So that one went BJ's way. It did. Yeah. Not so much for Darren Mullins over here. We all the next ones, right? Uh, Zack Sabre Jr., Took on Sonata and Sonata won that one, so BJ got that one right. Um, Actually, I like Sonata more than I like Zack Saber Jr. But I just for whatever reason, yeah, I don't. I like Sonata a lot. I do
0: too, but you know, I'm a big Zack
1: Saber Jr. I'm huge. I
0: love just the little things, you know, when he's in, got people in those submission holds, and he's like manipulating fingers while he's in it. Same reason I love like Pete Dunn he does the same type of stuff like I, I love those little mm. things that those are two
1: guys I'd love to see throw down
0: I Don and Saber did. Jr. didn't they in progress
1: I maybe one. I I'm sure they, they did at did. one point in time yeah who's had to have right oh and then after that we had Kota Ibushi losing to Kenta mm-hmm. yeah I took a draw for that one yeah, I took Kenta. I didn't
0: think he could lose in his debut.
1: I didn't think he was going to win either, though. I thought they were going to go to a draw for those two gentlemen, yeah. but not to be. And then we saw Ace versus Ace. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tom Tanahashi taking on Stupid, stupid Sexy Tanahashi. Yeah, stupid Sexy. Taking on Okada! And, no. of course, Okada picked up the win there. Yeah. It's not too surprising. No. Uh, Tanahashi didn't look as injured, though. He didn't seem to be favoring that elbow as much as he was at Dominion, so yeah. that was nice to see. Yeah. I think he's going to be good for this.
0: <sighs>
1: <sighs> yeah.
0: Mm. Anyway. That was... Yeah. Then we just watched Night 2 this morning.
1: Yeah. Separately. Not together. Well, I'm, yeah. Well, you made it so I watched, it, watched
0: live. it, right. Yeah, we I did, did watch not. watch it. I yeah. watched it after the fact. Yeah, I ended up watching it live, and I watched. It was really good. Um, it wasn't enjoyable, yeah. I mean, we do have to talk about the one tag match before uh, with it had Kenta and I can't remember their names, so I'm gonna apologize, but Kenta and two young lions from the LA dojo yes. versus Tanahashi with two young lions from the Japan dojo.
1: Do- and we don't know their names now, but I guarantee we'll we know all four of their names in the, future. In the next few years. Yeah. Hell yeah! Uh,
0: it, they, to me, it was one of the most fun six-man tags I've seen in a while.
1: Yeah, um, and it it felt, and I've never seen it with. New Japan, like that before, where it's mm-hmm. featured, like you might see a young line on each team or something, whenever right. it featured the young line. Right. Usually they're just the filler guys to exactly. fill, up, fill up the team or whatever. But no, they held this match and they yes. just kind of teased Kenta and Tom. Which Lynch we're getting throughout. tonight. Right. Tomorrow, tomorrow I guess, tomorrow morning. morning. But, um,. Yeah, they were in the ring for maybe two minutes mm-hmm. total together. Yeah, maybe maybe two and a half. Just enough to tease it and make you want it for next week. But the young lions the held the most night. of it and they held their own, and, they did and it was they a lot of fun. Good. Yeah, but it, it kind of it's kind of a similar feeling to what I'm getting with the breakout tournament that NXT's doing mm-hmm. right now, where I'm getting these guys that. Well, I mean, I've done a couple of them, yeah. but, right? But not all. of them. But all. I don't know most of them. Mm-hmm. I, there are more people in this tournament I don't know than I do know going yeah. into it. So I think. I mean, look at what that's done in the past, though. We saw the same thing with the women's tournament. Mm-hmm. Now we know names the, like right. Rhea Ripley. Yeah, that girl. Rhea Ripley and Jazzy Galbert. And, mm-hmm. and the cruiserweight tournament is how I discovered Tommaso Champa, my hero. That's right. Our lord and savior. That's going a little far. But that's Andrew WK. Yeah. Duh. Duh.
0: Um, yeah. But on to the G1 matches. Uh, yeah, nice Yeah, Juice Robinson versus Shingo Takaji.
1: I took Shingo for this one. Yeah.
0: I, I picked you. the wrong story. You did. No, I picked Juice. And I liked how they reminded us, because I remember now the broken hand. Yeah, last, last year. year. Which uh-huh. was, that was a fun story. That was a cool story. In last year's. And, um, but no. I figured he needed to pick up the win. He's going to get more wins this year than he did last year. I think he only got two. And one was the U.S. Right. Against uh, Omega.
1: Mm-hmm. But, yeah. And then after that, I think we saw John Moxley taking on Tai Chi. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was fun. Tai Chi attacking Moxley as he's still making his way through the crowd before he even got down to the ringside area. Right. So that was unexpected from Tai Chi, but really cool. Um, there was also a fun spot after Moxley had put Tai Chi through the table <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with him and Mio. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> Turned around to her, blew her a kiss, and she backed away
0: like. Repulsed. She was, yeah, repulsed. Like he had the plague or something. She was going to get it. She's not vaccinated. Yeah, no surprise that Moxley picks up the win yeah. against Tai Chi here. Yeah. Again, he, I felt the same with him as Kenta. He had to win Mom, his yeah, debut. yeah his, He got to yeah, win his first G1, G1. match. Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know what the order was after that. Uh, next was, I Yano. was Yano, and Na'ito. Yano and
0: Naito. This was.
1: Yeah. This was the most fun of any of the matches we're gonna talk about. Yeah and And talked about in this episode. Yano's matches are always fun. He's hilarious. This took it to another level. He's the true ace. This was all Naito's fault though, which is what I liked about Mm -hmm. it. He starts off slowly taking off his his not wrestling clothes. Yeah. And Yano's just like, Come on, I'm ready to fight. Let's go, make him speed up, red shoes, let's go. Mm -hmm. And Red Shoes won't do shit about it. And then Naito refused to take his shirt off, so then uh, Yano wants his shirt back and puts his shirt back on and won't wrestle without it. And then Naito ends up losing mm-hmm. when Yano pulls his shirt up over mm-hmm. his head so he can't see and yeah. rolls him up and gets the one two mm-hmm. three. After they'd so, done the same for Red Shoes at one point, too, they pulled his right, shirt yeah, up over his, his head, which was cool, too. Yeah, it was
0: hilarious. But yeah, Yano picking up the win surprised both of that. I I did not expect Yano always gets one big. So he's gonna get a big year. way to
1: get somebody. You just, I didn't expect it to be night one right out the gate. Right, man, they did. Imagine he goes eighteen points through mm-hmm. the whole B block. Oh, that would be hilarious. And Moxley, dude, mm-hmm.
0: that's gonna be. That's gonna be fun. I'm ready. I'm excited to see what because Moxley has comedy chops. Oh, we didn't even talk about Moxie bringing Shoda. <laughs> oh, bring no, no, carrying the US carrying belt behind US belt him. Yeah, no, that was fantastic. Yeah, I love it. That was great. Yeah. Um and then next we had Ishii versus Jeff Cobb. To me this was the match of the night. Yeah, These this was the match was of the day so far. Two big hosses beating the fuck out of each other. Like just yeah. Getting yeah, mean, some crazy chops, or crazy yeah. headbutts, and mm-hmm. suplexes, some great. body slams. There was one where I think it was Ishii he, uh Kicked out at one or no? Cobb kicked C- out. Yeah, one. kicked
1: out at Cobb one. Cobb kicked out at one. Like Twenty and minutes into the match, right? For a while, I like thought this like, one was going to go to time limit for a little while. I, 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 I did thought these too. two guys were going to take it to the time I limit. I did too. Um, but Ishii yeah, ends yeah, up picking up the win. twenty
0: minute. Yeah.
1: yeah, but Ishii picks um, it up barely, he did, but he barely. picked up the win. There, uh,
0: there was one part that uh, one of the announcers said that uh, you know if you're if you're Facing Ishii, you know, you gotta go for the neck. And my first thought was like, what fucking neck? Right, Ishii, Ishii doesn't, doesn't have, have a neck. neck. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, and then the main event, uh, Jay White versus Hiroki Goto. Yeah. This was a fun match. This was
1: probably... This was my third favorite match of the day. I was by, I was on the edge of my seat by the edge of this match. cheering yeah. for Goto to pick up the win against the cocky-ass yeah. Jay White.
0: And that was the whole thing. It was... You just won, Yeah, JY White was just being dicks like, this is going to be easy. I got this. And, I mean, Goto's won G1 before. Yeah, Goto's not he's a been, pushover. Yeah, I
1: mean... You know. Um, he's one of those guys that you forget what a real threat he can be. Yeah, He's like Makabe in that regard that you kind of forget what they're capable of. And then all of a sudden it's like, whoa, Makabe just kicked shit out of everybody. And it's like, well, he's a former champion. What do you fucking expect? Right. Um... But, yeah, this was so much fun.
0: And mm-hmm. by the end, you just wanted to see Jay White get his ass kicked.
1: No, night one was definitely better than night two. Yeah. They I'm got not the bigger surprised, stars. though, because I feel like the bigger stars were in the A block than the B block yeah. this year. I mean, you've still got, though, you've still got Juice over there. You've mm-hmm. still got Moxley over there. You've still got Ishii. You've still got Jay White. Mm-hmm. You've still got Naito. So it's not like they're lacking. Yeah. It's just that, you know, you've got Tanahashi, you've got Okada, you've got Sabre, you've got Osprey. Right. You got Kodobushi, you have right. got the debuting Kenta. Did you notice all the nine non Japanese people in the B
0: block, the, all their names start with the letter J. No. Yeah. Not. Jay White, John Moxley, Jeff Juice Cobb. Robson, and Jeff Cobb.
1: Nice.
0: Yeah. So I just thought that was interesting.
1: I mean, really, his name starts with C because it's CJ Parker, but that's beside the point. CJ
0: Parker is dead. <laughs> um, but yeah, so far it's been a lot of fun. Um, we got night three coming up, which is going to be just nuts. Yeah, let's run through event. those matches tonight. Yeah. Our
1: predictions for those.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, for night three. Yeah, because you haven't predicted Night 4 yet. But Night 3, we've got Will Ospreay versus Sonata. BJ and I both took... Actually, we took everything the same except for one match in this one. Mm -hmm. So we both took Sonata. Uh, Zack Sabre Jr. taking on Okada. We both took Okada for that one. Mm -hmm. Uh, Kota Ibushi taking on Evil. We both took Kota Ibushi. Uh, Stupid Sexy Tanahashi is taking on Kenta. And we both took Tanahashi for that one. Although... I'm actually changing mine to Kenta right now on that one. Okay.
0: okay. Yeah, I
1: think I am too, honestly. <laughs> and then I was looking um, at that a minute ago. And then, last but not least, we have Lance Archer taking on Bad Luck Falla. BJ is taking Bad Luck, and mm-hmm. I'm taking Mister Archer. Yeah, I. And then night four, which will be in tomorrow night for you, buds. Monday night, Monday morning, whatever for us here in America. Right. Uh, we've got Toriano taking on Shingo, and we both taken Toriano for that one, uh, which mm-hmm. is kind of funny. Um, but I think Shingo going to lose a lot of matches. In this I do one. too. I mean, him and Osprey got the same thing going. on. I think They're so. Coming up to the heavyweight division yep. after uh, dominating the super juniors for yeah. the last year and a half, two years basically. Right. Uh, and then we got Juice Robinson taking on Goto, and we both took Juice for this one. Uh, Tomohiro Ishii taking on Jay White. Both of us took Jay White. Mm-hmm. We have Jeff Cobb taking on John Moxley. Spelled wrong. Uh, it? it should just N. There's no H. Um, Uh-oh. and we both took John Moxley for that one. It's spelled right in some places and wrong in others for some reason. It's weird. I don't know. And mm-hmm. then, uh, last but not least for night four, we have Naito taking on, uh, Taichi. And we both obviously took Naito to win that one. I don't think Naito lets himself lose a two in a row, especially mm-hmm. the method with which he lost to Tori. Right. mean he lost to Yano. And I mean, he could get... Shenanigans and all that match was five minutes of yeah. death. I mean, Entrance to Shenanigans right. the whole deal was five he minutes of He get May. distracted by... Uh, Riho or what? Miho. Miho. Miho, Miho I'm Abe. I'm Yeah, this Miho Abe. I, I,
0: Riho's tonight. So.
1: Yes, Riho's tonight. Mio yep. was last night. And in yep. two nights... So I guess that's the G1. G1, yeah. Five for Fallen, Wants and Wills. Yeah. Do you got the card for that one? Because I G1. don't. I got the Extreme Rules card, Nice, but that's next. Let's see here.
0: Um, I don't know what all's on the buy-in and what's not, so I'll just start from the beginning. Um, I think these two are on the pre-show, but anyway. Um, first six man tag match, Joey Janela, Jimmy Havoc, and Darby out, all in, versus Sean Spears, MJF, and Sammy Guevara. That is on the buy That one is, is on the buy
1: Yeah, they but, did announce that one for yeah. the buy-in. I think, uh... I think the face is Yeah, I think the hit. face
0: team's gonna win too, basically. Janela, Havoc, and Darby, um... There, something's gonna happen between MGF and Sean Spears they've been teasing it
1: yeah and I think those two are two gonna feud for a while and, and that's months. what's mm-hmm. gonna cause the, the heel, heel team right I just use the term heel and face yeah cause they're folks. very very like, similar terms. to each other absolutely uh yeah
0: but I'm with you on that one right um Chris Jericho versus a live microphone oh wait Chris Jericho with a live microphone my bad uh Chris Jericho wins yeah Sorry. Chris Jericho wins <laughs> He always beats the One Once and wills. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um,
0: Then I think this one's on the pre-show too, but I'm not sure. Uh, Dark Order versus Angelico and Jack Evans versus A Boy and His Dinosaur, uh, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus.
1: I'm going to go with Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. And this is for
0: the all-in match to see who fights the best friends, to see who gets tag team the tag team by yes yeah Um, who are you going with Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. yeah I am too Um, I think they've after the last pay-per-view they yeah and I want to see them versus the best friends that be so much fun fuck
1: yeah that'll be a great match Uh,
0: I think
1: team wise they're going to work out well together I think their size and style differences are going to allow them and actually I'll come back to it okay Fair enough. There was one more New Japan thing I wanted to mention that we just I completely forgot about and I just now triggered but we'll come back to it. I want to finish through quite for fallen first. Uh,
0: Women's tag team action with two women being in debut matches. Mm -hmm. Britt Baker and Riho versus uh, Nakajima and Bea Presley. Priestley.
1: Priestley. I think think Priestley's team's going to win being debuts. I think they're going to give the debuting ladies the the victory. Well, there's one on each side. Britt and
0: Priestley. Those are the debuters. I
1: thought she was a double or nothing.
0: Mm-mm. She was not. I
1: thought she was. Mm-mm. I could have she was a double or nothing. Nope. Hmm. I'm still going to go with uh, okay. be a Priestley's team. Well, I'm going to go with the other way. I'm going to go
0: with... Because Rio's been on fire. Yeah, but she's... Getting... And Brits. I can agree with that. And I then. think Britt's going to be the face. I, the, I of, can agree with that. The women's division.
1: Uh, and I can get where you're coming from, man. I got to say, uh, Bea Priestley's been getting those Osprey injections, so... <laughs> it's true. I mean... It's true. He... I get... Not, you know, Twitter joking stuff aside, he really is one of the best in the world right now. Oh, yeah. being Osprey. He being Osprey. Oh, Pronouns, right. pal.
0: Pronouns.
1: Oh, uh...
0: The CMO? Is that what she is? Chief Marketing Officer? I don't know what the fuck she is. Yes. Uh, something like that. Brandy Rhodes
1: versus Allie. Mm hmm. I think Allie wins this. I don't think Brandy. Britt Baker defeated Kylie Ray and Nyla Rose versus Austin Collins in a four way match at double or nothing. Really? Yeah. I got it. It was like, she won. I know she was a double or why nothing. She won the fucking match. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I saw something that said. That's why of I'm music. like, wait a
1: second. I gotta look this up because
0: or was, maybe uh, it's Allie's debut and
1: Brit. Yeah, in B- I don't. No, know. Allie just wrestled the last show against the librarian. Did she? I thought she was supposed to,
0: and then she or was supposed to, and didn't. I don't, I don't know. know.
1: I can't. My I can't remember sucks. that one. Mine usually does, but for some odd reason, I remember this. But anyways, what's the next match? I'm sorry. Brandy Rhodes versus Allie. I think Brandy's going to win. Okay, I think Allie's. Gonna Actually, win. you know what? Yeah, Allie's going to win. Yeah,
0: I don't think Brandy's going to be.
1: I don't think she's going to be used hugely as a mm-hmm. talent either. Uh, in ring talent, I guess. That's, yeah, um, that's what I meant. As a wrestler, right? Um, Hangman Page versus Kip Sabian. Page. Yeah. Uh, you can't have him right. lose until I mean he's probably going to be their first champion mm-hmm. but if he's not that's the first match he loses Right He can't lose until then Same thing with Jericho that's why I put him over the microphone Right Yeah Also um, the microphone doesn't have thumbs so it's at a disfair advantage But It's true It's not thumb right. wrestling mm-hmm. But that's what it's sets good. us ahead of everybody else is our thumbs It is Except monkeys And logic Logic Should they have logic do.
0: They make tools. Uh, tag team action, the Lucha Bros mm-hmm. versus SoCal in Uncensored. Damn, I don't know. It's <laughs> I think the Lucha Bros...
1: Yeah, because think... they lost the last time we saw them and yeah. SoCal won the last time we saw them. Right. And I don't think any... I don't see any tag team standing out over any other until at least the titles are in the picture. And then I think that's when they'll start putting some teams ahead of the others. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: Kenny Omega versus SEMA. I think Omega has to win. Yeah. After his last loss and him going in against Moxley. uh,
1: Yeah, he needs some momentum going into Moxley.
0: Yeah, I think he needs... In her main event. Brothers versus brothers. The Young Bucks versus Cody and Dustin Rhodes.
1: And Cody and Dustin are gonna win it. I do too. I think I for want, their story y'all yeah. want them to win it. I
0: do too. For sure. For sure. So yeah, I'm stoked for this card. Yeah, it's we're gonna, gonna be fun.
1: we're gonna watch it here in a couple hours. Yeah,
0: hopefully it's uh hopefully the pre show is better than the last one.
1: Time this thing starts? same as last show yeah I think 7 o'clock 7
0: or 7.30 or 7.30 what? Eastern is the buy in 8.30 is buy for the fall both Random. free on Bleacher Report Live
1: yes we should be watching it there um, well real quick I wanted to jump back to the New Japan thing we were yeah. talking about there was two tag matches I wanted to talk about I wanted to talk okay. about the first tag team match from uh, the second day of the G1 tournament as well specifically okay. I want to talk about Chase Owens okay I the didn't watch that one well, the, the, if you've seen a Chase Owens match, then you're mm-hmm. on board with what I have to say here. They constantly refer to him on commentary, regardless of who is, as, as a tag team specialist. Mm-hmm. And you know, when I think a tag team specialist, usually you think of like the Legion of Doom or like tag teams is what you think right. of. He truly is because it doesn't matter who you team him up with. He's always he, his chemistry with everybody's fucking phenomenal he's like uh, huge for the Bullet Club in that respect because it doesn't matter who you team him up with it looks like he's a well-earned Perfect. machine yeah. with the guy I just wanted to point that out Then yeah. he's nice. I feel yeah, like truly I'm, a tag team specialist yeah. like I've always liked Chase
0: my problem is like my only problem with Chase and I think he'll be better now that he, he's gone but he seems like a poor man hangman yeah he That's did I guy. agree with that now they're separated, which helps, but yeah. right for a while there, that's what he just
1: seemed. Agreed. Yeah, All right. To well, I guess shadow. on to Extreme Rules once more. Yeah. Runs? Um. I also don't know what's going to be on the uh preview show on the kickoff, but more than likely it's going to mm. be the Cruiserweight Championship match. Yeah. Champion it Drew right. defeat defending against Tony niece Yeah. I um, think Gulag retains. Yeah, I think game one. Like, Same. Yep. Uh, we also have a last man standing match, because this is gimmick pay-per-view. Yes. Braun Strowman versus Bobby Lashley. Uh, I mean, I think Braun, and I want Braun. I want Braun, I think Bobby will. I think that's the story they're telling with this. Um. Next up, we have the SmackDown Tag Team Championship in a triple threat match. The champions Daniel Bryan and Rowan... Defending against the New Day and defending against heavy machinery.
0: I want heavy machinery. I think I'd be ready for heavy machinery. But I think Brian and Rowan retain. Them.
1: I agree 100%. I don't think they're ready to pull the trigger yet, but I think they should. Yeah. Push these guys, push them to the fucking moon. Mm-hmm. New, young, up and coming tag team. Yeah. You need that. And to beat these four names. Right. Like. Especially fucking New Day. Yeah. They're the greatest tag team, the only team that can touch them right now as far as in WWE history goes mm-hmm. with the Usos right now that are still active. Yeah. The only active tag teams in the WWE that can say they're better than the New Day, mm-hmm. the Usos. Yep. And that's debatable. Uh, Aleister Black versus Cesaro. I'm taking Black for both. Yeah.
0: I think yeah, he can't,
1: he can't lose. I think, yeah. This is going to be something. I think I'm more excited for this match than any other on the card tonight. Yeah. Although now that I look at it, the next there's one there's one or two. The next one is up there. The next mm-hmm. two are up there, but the next one is the other match that for me they're my two. It's Black Cesaro and then it's the Raw Tag Team Championship okay. match, the Revival, defending against the Usos. This is three for me. Cause Got you. Yeah, I can get it. Um, I both want and will the revival. Yeah, me too. Me too. The United States this Championship is, match, yeah, this is this the other is one. Right. Uh, AJ Styles is uh, challenging Ricochet for the mm-hmm. United States Championship. Yeah, um, I think one and will. <sighs> Fuck. I'm doing AJ Ricochet. Styles for both. I, want, I will want AJ. Really, I want
0: Ricochet. I think.
1: I want AJ, the storyline with the club. I want Ricochet chasing him through the summer. It gives Ricochet a chase through the summer. He's yeah. got to overcome all three guys in the club to get the United States title back. It makes him look that much bigger by proxy that he not only beat AJ Styles, but was able to take out Gallows and Anderson in the process. Yeah, he's got to wait until SummerSlam to get it back, Versus but I think it's worth it. I wish had a gimmick. Um, with the this match needs a gimmick. Yeah. But it doesn't at the same time because right. it's fucking Ricochet and AJ Styles. If
0: you imagine a ladder match between those two?
1: That'd be phenomenal.
0: Anyway, yeah, I th- I want Ricochet. I th- will AJ. Um,
1: I just don't want Mary Ricochet to lose it. That's all. I
0: get That's it. It's too soon for me.
1: SmackDown Women's Championship handicap match: mm-hmm. Bailey, the champion, defending against Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. I think Bailey will. Mm-hmm. I want Nikki Cross too.
0: Yeah. Same. Because I think Nikki Cross pinning Bailey and then Alexa taking the championship and then the jealousy setting in and I think Sasha comes not, back them back being, not them tomorrow being not then being co championships. Yeah, I think
1: Sasha comes yeah. back tomorrow. Is what I think. Yeah. Uh the WWE Championship match: Kofi Kingston defends against Samoa Joe. Uh
0: I think and want Kofi. I want Joe to win this eventually, and then I want that eventually to be at Summerslam. Same here.
1: Yeah. I want. I want Will Kofi as well. Tenth mm-hmm. um, mm. anniversary live at eight o'clock tonight. Adam Cole, baby, versus Akira Tozawa. No, that's evolved, Sorry.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, that ad just happened to pop up right I in know. order. Matches. I'm, I'm looking on. at the exact same website. You know. Nice. Uh, Extreme Rules winner takes all mixed tag team match for the Universal and Raw Women's Championships. Champions Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch defending against Baron Corbin and Lacey Evans. And if Corbin and Evans lose, they can never challenge Rollins and Lynch again for the titles again. Mm-hmm. Again. Um, I think Seth and Becky are going to win. I kind of want Baron
0: and Lacey to win. God, it'd piss everybody off. It would be fantastic. I Yeah, I would love it. Honestly, I don't give a shit. I think it would be a better story for those two to win
1: than Becky and Seth winning. I agree, but I, I... I i agree, and I think Seth and Becky will. So, yeah. yeah. Last but not least, no holds barred tag team match. The Undertaker and the Big Dog taking on the best in the world and Drew McIntyre. Does he have a name? Scottish Psychopath. Yeah. The Chosen One. The Chosen One.
0: He'll always be the Chosen One in my heart. Um fucking care. Me either. Like, and that just,
1: I just I mean (sighs) Time limit draw.
0: Time limit who gives a fuck.
1: I want a time limit draw. I want this match to be cancelled.
0: I want this match to main event so I can turn it off. Yeah. That's what I want. We can turn it off after Seth and Becky lose to Baron and Lacey. Um, I don't know. Go to bed a little bit. No, I'll go with See, what sucks is, really, I just want Drew McIntyre to win, but I really don't want Shane McMahon to win. So, Drew McIntyre pinning The Undertaker is what I want. Because I want those two at SummerSlam, and I want him to retire The Undertaker at SummerSlam.
1: Um, If anybody can reverse that tombstone, it's Drew McIntyre. Yeah. But I do think Roman and The Undertaker are going to win. Too sweet.
0: So. Yeah. (sighs) You ready?
1: What are you doing? Oh, I'm sorry. That's pronounced triple H is how uh, I'm supposed to say that. Not... <laughs> We're moving on to number 29, but It's triple H. <laughs> uh, you went first last match, yeah, so I guess I I'll go first this match. Um, BJ watched part of my match with me. I did. I watched Triple two H, H versus Stone Cold in a two out of three falls match. <laughs> right. No way out, of two thousand one. Exactly how much I watched. Uh, the first fall was my favorite ending of all three. That's yes. kind of the downside of the match. Is the first fall yeah. was the best of the three. Um, well, Triple I mean, the first H one was a regular match, right? Yes, the first fall was just a regular match. Um, Triple H Austin were pretty even 50-50 on offense back mm-hmm. and forth um, Austin finally but Triple H starts on the upper hand Austin takes it back after reversing uh, figure 4 um, on Triple H he kind of takes it back Triple H kicks Austin in the balls pops up to the middle rope jumps off into a kick to the gut into a stunner it's a very beautiful transition mm-hmm. Austin takes fall number one. Uh, Fall number two is a street fight. Triple H wins the second fall. Sledgehammer to the face. One, two, three. Um, Fall three was in a cage. In a steel cage. A solid steel cage. Mm -hmm. Uh, Triple H has a sledgehammer. Austin has a two by four covering barbed wire. They hit each other in the head at the same time with their respective weapons. Triple H falls on Steve Austin. Unconscious, both of them. One, two, three, picks up the win. Um, This match was fucking awesome, though. Mm-hmm. It was a little longer than I wanted, uh, but it was two out of three falls. said so, so My biggest complaint...
0: two out of three falls meant something, too.
1: It did back then, because it wasn't just for commercial breaks. Right. It was the only two out of three falls match probably for a month or so. Probably for longer, longer than a month than, or so. Yeah. Probably one of three all year yeah, or something like that. that, if that. Um... Now we're lucky if we don't get three on Monday. This was 2001, so this is still WWE at its biggest. There's Mm -hmm. 20,000 people for a fucking off show, for a fucking not big paper, like, jam-packed to the fucking rafters. People hanging off the rafters. Underneath the rafters, they added extra seats on top of the rafters. Just fucking rafters on top of the rafters for additional fucking people. It was nuts, man. It was like the 100,000 people with fucking... Detroit for WrestleMania three or yeah. one hundred and twenty seventy five million people or whatever fuck it was half the earth's population at WrestleMania three. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you can't. I, I don't. I don't. I don't really know what to say about Triple H. His his biggest strength, in my opinion, was always his ability to tell a story within a match. It's why he was called the mm-hmm. cerebral assassin, in my opinion. Uh, mm-hmm. there are very, very few guys that can tell the story through their body movements and their facial expressions and the history of wrestling the way Triple H can do it. Um, yep. that's always been his thing. Uh, but he was a solid wrestler on top of it, too. Ooh, yeah. Um. No more reason he ever gets a bad rap, because he was... He was married to Stephanie yeah. and won the world title yeah. 15 times or mm-hmm. whatever yeah. because of it, basically.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for the longest time it was... You know, you hear LOL Hogan wins, LOL Triple H wins, LOL John Cena wins, right. Roman
1: Reigns wins. Right. Same shit. Same shit. Um, definitely- but you know, once that time frame's over and you look back on it, it wasn't that bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, Triple H was involved in a lot of great shit. I oh, mean, yeah. the fucking, from the curtain call through Degeneration X, mm-hmm. the evolution. I mean, yeah. he's kind of responsible for Wharton. Becoming as big as he did, as quick oh, as yeah. he did, he's definitely. Re- I don't think Batista would have stood a chance without yeah. the help he got from Flair and, and Triple H right. early on. Um, I yeah, think he built stars. I mean, right? Even look at Sheamus. I mean, he took a liking yeah. as Sheamus I and built Sheamus, him. and that's still what he does now yeah. in NXT. Is he exactly. builds stars, and he's right. good at it. Um, you know, yeah. there are a lot of times I do think he probably should have lost matches that mm-hmm. he won, especially big title matches. Yeah. Uh, but all in all, fucking, he's, he's going to go down, he's already in the Hall of Fame once, he's going to be a two-time Hall of Famer eventually, because he's going to go in by himself at some point in time. Yeah, he might be a three, four-time out. I don't think he'll be the first times, but I think he yeah. will be a 3 times Because Evolution can easily... Yeah. I think, I think he, him and, I could see him and Flair being three-time together mm. when Evolution goes in, yeah. honestly. Yep. Um... Placing them on this list is really fucking difficult mm-hmm. because we're getting to a, a, a case here in my opinion where when you look at the top five guys mm-hmm. everything about them is so different from each other it's hard to really compare one against the other. Yeah. We're talking Chris Jericho, Rick Rude, Eddie Guerrero, Chris Benoit, AJ Styles. Yep. Here's the weird thing and I feel like that's the correct order for those five guys. I feel yeah. like Triple H belongs between Eddie Guerrero and Chris Benoit, but I don't think he belongs in front of AJ Styles, but I feel like Chris Benoit belongs... It's weird. I get what you mean. I feel like Triple H is better than Benoit. Benoit Benoit's better than Styles, but Styles is better than Triple H. So it's this weird, like, three-way thing that I can't place where they would go, but I think... I can't do it right now. It's too hard. hard. It's it's right in there. Those three guys are just right okay. there for me, and it's really hard to pick where he goes, but that's where I'm going to put him. What was your match, BJ? Your mine, sound was, like fun too.
0: mine was Triple H versus William Regal from 2008 in a first blood match. Um, so Triple H was the face here, which is usually weird when Triple H is the face, mm-hmm. um, unless it's like a DX runner. You know what I mean? Um... But, and we Regal was the heel. And, I mean, the match kind of went exactly how you expected, but it told a great story from these two. And, like, I feel like if I would have known the story going into the match, it would have made it even more better. Okay. Um, but, yeah, basically, it, it's first blood match. They're trying to get each other to bleed. So, you know, they're on the outside getting chairs and weapons and all that fun shit and this was right in the midst of Regal um you know he used the brass knucks quite a bit so the finish came where you know he pulled out the brass knucks went to punch triple h triple h moves out of the way grabs the brass knucks for him and just starts pounding Regal in the head with him and he starts bleeding and loses loses um But I mean, it did it told a story, you know. Those two just trying to work the head and work trying to get each other to bleed. Um, Now, and their selling was excellent. I mean, for an eight minute match, it was really really well done. My match was
1: like fifty minutes long. (laughs) (laughs) There's plenty of selling in my match. Um, And honestly, I'm going to disagree with you.
0: Okay, I'm, I'm finding it easier to place him on this list, and. I'm going to place him in a solid two. I'm um, Jer- Jericho, Triple H, Rick root Nice. That's, I mean, because to me, yeah, Triple H, he, he, we say it all the time, it's the story that gets you sucked in. And I, you know, I even found it, I was trying not to pay attention to your match and still got sucked in the story. Right. And I think Chris Jericho is, gets the nod over Triple H because of his, he has that storytelling ability, plus he's a little bit better in the ring. Yeah. But I think Rick Rude and Triple H were kind of equal in the ring, in okay. my opinion. But Triple H's storytelling was just
1: a tiny bit better. See, that's and that's where I'm torn at it's because I don't disagree with you. It's right. Like it's so fucking hard to place these guys. Yeah. Like Jericho's the only for sure one there is nobody better than Jericho yet. We yeah. have not that, that one's dead set. Everybody else mm-hmm. is a toss up at this point right. in the next five or six guys. Yep. Until back to Edge. There's that, There's there's Chris Jericho. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then there's your top tier guys, which right now is Eddie Guerrero, Chris Benoit, AJ Styles, Edge, right. Ted DiBiase, right? Whoever the fuck else i It's Triple H, the guy mm-hmm. we just listened to. Yeah. And then there's everybody else. I mean, there's technically there is a third tier of guys there with Larry Zabisco, Rey mm-hmm. Mysterio, Randy yeah. Orton, yeah. Christian, a handful of other guys, right. but. There's definitely a, a clear line of demarcation in the top, like, seven from everybody mm-hmm. else. So Yeah. Um, yep. So join us next time, Buds, when we talk about two other wrestlers. Yeah. Uh, I closed the list, so. We just had it. Me yeah. Too. I don't um, remember who. Uh, Barry Windham. And we're going
0: to try to watch a Mae Young match. Oh, yeah. It was supposed to be Fabulous Moolah, but.
1: We swapped it to May Young. We swapped it,
0: because. that's all that's all um yeah
1: so is that it
0: yeah yeah we
1: should close the show yeah we went long did we yeah of course we did there's so much shit we're an hour and a half easy by the time this is done and you add music in, so it's not super long, but longer than yeah, normal. We've got longer. Yeah, we said them already, but in case you missed it or you were waiting to hear it again, mm-hmm. you can hit us up at BudsWW on the Twitter. That's B-U-D-S-W-W. Email to the Gmail to the same place. Yep. Hit us up there. You can get me at D A R R E L L underscore G U N S on the Twitter. And you can get me at Beach2004. That's b w j 2004. And don't forget to slide into his DMs, D E O you say Dio? I did, but Dio's I... Dio's dead, dude. Oh. I meant Eo.
0: <laughs> Try. Eo, yeah. Yeah. Not Dio. Yeah. No, I, I would be scared of You Dio can
1: show Eo years how years. you were the holy diver. Yeah. <laughs> holy Muff Diver. <up. laughs> <laughs> That's where I was going with that. <laughs> I know. Uh,
0: so yeah, yeah, like, share, subscribe, leave a comment.
1: Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Tell the Wu-Tang. Yeah tell your children tell smoke Smokey the be Bear tell Smokey the be Bear he needs to
0: know he does yeah. um yeah until next time we'll see you over there we'll see you over there alright
1: I'm <laughs>